What's up and welcome to Los Wise Guys Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Eslam, a.k.a. Ra, God of the Sun, accompanied by Dan, the madman, Papa Sun Killer. I, I can never tell if I should jump in at the Dan or if you're going to continue it. I don't know if it's going to be one nickname, two nicknames, a new nickname. I don't know. I don't I do know, know either. So. What I do know is that in this episode, we talk about the 2020 elections and uh, everything that's gone with it and what's still happening with it and everything. We're going to talk about Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 3, Chapter 11. Yes. And we're going to talk about the PS5 because I got it. You can't see it, but I'm holding this controller. <laughs> and it is so adaptive. <laughs> so sit back, relax while we whisper that sweet, sweet wisdom in your goddamn ears. Music. You are now listening to Los Wise Guys Production. One thing I did I did want to say, um, all right, testing. One one thing I did want to say in in terms of checkers is, um, yeah yeah, it's not the greatest food. It's it's think of think of uh, five guys, you know what I'm saying? Where you you know it's it's bringing you closer to death, right? But it's worth it. Well, At- five guys actually is decent burgers. Like they have good burgers. I'm not. Not for nothing, not as good as checkers, but it's it's not good for you, is what I'm saying. It's I'd I'd say the quality better than is McDonald's. Better. What's that? Better than McDonald's. See, I don't know. I think of McDonald's as as the. It's one of the lowest of the low. I I think I think of McDonald's as being better quality than Five Guys. To be honest with you. Well, I mean, quality for you might mean flavor. I don't know if that's the case, but no, no, Five it's just, Guys definitely know. has better quality beef because their stuff isn't frozen. Um, it's not overly processed. Like I but, taste the difference when I taste like a Five Guys burger compared to a McDonald's burger. See, I don't know. It's there's something to me. Checkers is somewhere in between a in between a Sonic and a Five Guys. With a little bit of McDonald's See, I've, mixed I've, in there. I've never had Sonic's. Yeah. I've had Sonic's burgers plenty of times. And I've had it enough times. Like, I used to think, all right, this is the best burger. And I've had it enough times. I'm like, you know what? It's really not. I get, like, very few items from Sonic's. It's I go for the slushies, mm-hmm. the cheesy tots, their popcorn chicken, and their uh, jalapeno poppers. All over the screen. All over the screen. So, anything other than that? No. No, those are uh, those are things I definitely don't mess with, with the exception of uh, popcorn chicken. And occasionally, occasionally, and by occasionally, I mean maybe once every six years I'll get a slushie. I mainly go there for the slushies, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I usually go there just for a bacon cheeseburger. Tots. Not cheesy tots. I don't, I don't need that in my life. Just tots. Got to put cheese on everything, my man. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. You know what? I mean, one of the worst things about the pizza is the cheese, you know? Um, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not, it's, uh, it's like I've tolerated cheese. Like I'll put up with it, but it's not going to take advantage of me. You're a little sick in the head, ain't you? <laughs> cheese is like one of my favorite things created by man. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm just not a cheese guy. Um, you're not an anything guy. That's not true. People say that about me all the time. How about I'm, I'm so negative. I don't like anything. You know, this, that, and the other. Yeah, that's and, the that's true. Truth. and that's true. And that's true. <laughs> that's, the, that's the goddamn truth. That's true. But there's there's a lot that I enjoy. There's a lot that I support. And a, and a lot that I hope uh, ends up for the better. Cheese ain't one of those things. Cheese ain't one of those things. If, if somebody said right now, all cheese is banned, I'm not going to fight for I'm that. I'm going to war. I'm not going to fight for that. Nah, no, no, no. You cannot ban cheese. I'm going to war. You know, and it, it's fuck that vegan life. You know, you know, we're saving. <laughs> we're saving. I don't know if you have something planned for the intro, but this might be it. <laughs> oh no, I'm definitely using this. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna cut it and use it. Um, right. uh yeah, I'm going. This to is war. how we do our tests. We t- we talk about cheese. <laughs> no, no, nah, nah, I don't know. Seriously, it's just it's it's okay. It's it's there. There's a reason why Burger King doesn't put it in their Whoppers unless you ask. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason for that. And I, it, it does taste better with cheese. I would want it with cheese. A lot of times the cheese helps, but it's not always a necessity. I Why are we case. friends? I state my case. Why are we, I'm about to get a piece of cheese to do this podcast with me. That's that's fine. I, it's not going to upset. Like I said, I can tolerate it. I can tolerate cheese. It's going to be our third. <laughs> it's just a slab of cheese. <laughs> oh, man. What's up? And welcome to the Los Wise Guys podcast. I am one of your hosts, Eslam, accompanied by Dan. Uh, sorry about last week, everybody. We had um, technical difficulties. The website we usually record on. Um, had a a new beta that we tried and it had bugs in it that didn't allow for us to record properly so we couldn't use the episode that we recorded. Uh, we had a lot to talk about so we'll try to cover some of that from last week and we'll jump into the new stuff this week. So one thing we talked about last week was the election. Um, election results, some of the lawsuits that were happening by the, um, Trump administration, and so on and so forth. So uh, if you don't know by now, um, President-elect Joseph Biden Jr. is the elected president to take over office for 2021. Um, Trump administration has not conceded defeat yet. Um, And they have filed lawsuits in a couple of different states, uh, key battleground states, including Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Georgia, and uh, Arizona, I think. Mm -hmm. And recently, Arizona. Is Nevada one of them or no? Nevada? Yeah. Uh, I don't don't remember if they filed in Nevada or not. Um, I don't even remember if Biden won it or not. Biden did win Nevada. He did win uh, it. Yeah, I'm not sure if they... um, they filed a lawsuit in Nevada, but 
Arizona has uh, officially been called. Mm-hmm. They finished their counting. It's been certified. Joe Biden. Um, Pennsylvania and Georgia are in recounts, I think. I know mm-hmm. Georgia's definitely started their recounting process by hand. This should be done by next week. Um, and Pennsylvania, whether I'm pretty sure they're either done counting or they're going to start a recount um, to make sure everything was okay. Um, the lawsuits that the Trump administrations are being uh, shut down by uh, courts um, mm. where they filed them because they have no basis. Um, also, uh, so here's what's going to happen now. Even though he's not conceding, and um, this j- disrupts the process of uh, transition of power a little bit, they're still going to move forward with it. Also, the Electoral College will be meeting on December 14th to um, give the votes in officially. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, this is I've been learning this process because it's the first time I've voted. Yeah. So, so we vote uh, via ballots. And then they calculate that vote. Whoever the majority votes for, the Electoral College goes with that majority vote. They're supposed to. They are supposed to. Um, there there could be an instance where the Electoral College or what Trump is trying to do now actually is get legislatures. Uh, I think I'm saying it wrong, but uh, whatever. Legislature. Yeah, legislatures yeah. from Pennsylvania to mm-hmm. go uh, the Republican legislatures in Pennsylvania to oppose the the people and and give him the electoral votes. Yeah. Um, but even if they do that, he still doesn't win. He'd have to do that in like five states so he can win. Yeah. And, I, and I, it's just, I, it's not, I don't think it's possible for him to do that. And Pennsylvania already said they weren't going to do that. Mm-hmm. So the, when the people people voted for Biden, the majority was for Biden. The electoral votes will reflect that. So, mm-hmm. um, so then that what happens is the electoral college meets on December fourteen to give in their official vote. Then it's officially certified that whoever got the most votes is the new, new president elect. And then the transfer of power happens uh, by. January 20th when the um, inauguration happens. Now, during from the time of election day till January 20th, they're supposed to both uh, the current administration and the new administration taking over are supposed to be working together to transfer power. Now, the Trump administration is stalling, which is Mm -hmm. very annoying. And um, while we're during a pandemic and Mm -hmm. so forth, I mean, they, they need to be mature and think about the people that they serve, which is not happening. So um, that is um, what I have to say about the current election. Um, a great source for, in my opinion, the most honest and fair um, rep- <clears throat> uh, news reporting that's happening uh, on the election and in general where they they don't have a bias or they don't have shareholders because they're a huge corporate media corporation and they don't have people yeah. telling them what to say is the hill.tv and their show on youtube called rising with crystal mm-hmm. and sagar um great show um they break down like one of the episodes it was 15 minute clip where they broke down literally every lawsuit that they filed and mm-hmm. 
uh, whether it was going to be successful or not, or in their opinions and everything they usually say is correct that I've seen. So, um, it's, it's a very good news source that isn't biased and they call out both parties on the bullshit that they do. They're not, uh, as you should for one. And, and one of the hosts is the Democrat. One of the hosts is a Republican and they call out their, the other parties and their own parties, uh, on their bullshit and the bad things that they do and what they should be doing for the people. So, Uh, it's it's almost like they see the government for what it should be. Yeah, which is insane. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, um, yeah, we 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 talked about this a lot last week, but like Islam said earlier, it didn't it didn't work because Fridays are horrible, and um, <clears throat> yeah, and it's a shame because we we went into it uh, a lot more in detail. Yeah, talked about what it was like when we were watching it. Like I said, well, you guys don't know, but like I said last week. Uh, I was watching it like live, like election night since I work nights and I was keeping track on an NBC. I got to hear both speeches when Trump was saying that he won all the states and then the NBC newsfeed I was watching had to cut him out. And it was just like, he's lying. And it was like a whole thing where they went into why he's saying what he's saying wasn't correct. And it's a shame because that's the only time I'm ever going to talk about politics in this much, in that much detail. <laughs> and it's not going to happen again. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 he's eventually going to have to leave office because he did lose, and he's already thinking if if everything that he's doing isn't successful in giving him a second term, he's already talking, um, or some of his members, whatever, have said that he wants to run again in twenty twenty four. And that's not surprising at all. It no, it's not. And if the Democrats fuck up this uh, four year election that they have, um. Yep. They, 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 he will win again. Yeah. Um, and, and he almost won this time. Like it wasn't like if, if it wasn't like something we said last week, if it wasn't for the coronavirus, Donald Trump would have won again by a landslide. Yeah. It wouldn't have been difficult at all. And yeah. the Republican Party, um, just the way that they run, and a lot of people now are not even Republican Party supporters. They're just Donald Trump supporters. And, and be- you know what? As, as much as I, as much as annoying as that is, it's it's I I'd rather have you be a Donald Trump supporter than a Republican. Like I said, I Democrats and Republican like the both parties need to stop. You should vote for who you feel is best, whether or not I agree with Donald Trump. You should vote for him because you like Trump, not because you want to vote Republican. It should be the same way with Biden. I mean, the one of the most the, one of the biggest reasons Biden won is because people didn't want to see trump again um yeah and uh they were disappointed in his mishandling of the coronavirus and um uh just his mishandling of this whole situation and yeah. we we talked last time is that any president in his position would have done what he did in in the beginning of the coronavirus yep but as new information comes as we know how we can slow it down how we can uh better fight it and stuff like that they would have switched their strategies to do that but he kept saying the same thing over and over don't worry about it you don't really need to wear the mask blah 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 and that created a lot of confusion because then his doctor that was on staff was saying you do need to wear a mask and there was just like a lot of conflicting um ideas and rhetoric out there that you had the option to pick which one you wanted and i mean in in something like this 
you kind of need to listen more to the scientist. And I'm not saying like you have to do exactly what they say, like as in shutdowns and stuff like that, because yeah. it, it 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 affects the economy in a really bad way. But um, Japan was able to uh, shut down um, parts of their economy while keeping other parts open and everybody wearing masks and they've been successful in stifling the the virus so i think there's a smarter way to do it let's look at what other countries are doing and we can well we we said it a long time ago on on the podcast it's america has this attitude of defiance and it's it's always going to be there and i guess that's what makes this country this country and that is a good thing at times you know what I was thinking the other day, um, I was thinking that the, the pure form of freedom is chaos. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what the American freedom is being practiced. Mm-hmm. Because it's in a sense like we're telling you something to do something for your own benefit. Yeah. And you're like, no freedom. I don't have to do yeah. what you say. And it's, you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. you're, like the, the, you're the, right now, America is the angsty rebel teenager who does, who disobeys everything that the parent says, yeah. whether it's good or not. It's just like, no, you say I have to do this. So no, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do this instead. Yeah. And then like 10 That's years the later, they're this, like, yeah. yeah, you were right. I should have listened to you. you exactly. Know what I'm um that's but yeah. that's what this country is except it doesn't do that in 10 years <laughs> yeah no they just double down um <laughs> no we yeah. were right i know i'm dying <laughs> <laughs> i chose this freedom um i'm free to die whenever i want i want to die a little bit early uh, gosh <laughs> yeah that's that's america definitely yeah but yeah um any speaking other of which i got uh i got tested for covid today oh yeah uh did another one myself and my mother. Mm-hmm. We went out there. We got tested again. Um, it's it's. I've been meaning to do it again uh, for quite some time, and I just kept putting it off. I was like, you know what? I'm on vacation. Let me let me get out there and get it done. Practice what I preach. You know, I feel like everybody should get tested uh, regularly mm-hmm. uh, just to be sure. So I'm out there waiting for results. Yeah, I mean, I literally don't leave my house. So yeah, um, I think the last time I left my house was last Sunday, and uh, so I don't think i'm at a higher risk of um catching it but <clears throat> i do want to get tested eventually i'm yeah, gonna absolutely. have to get tested also after i completely forgot to mention this hmm. the vaccine uh pfizer has announced a uh 90 success rate of uh, a vaccine that they're working on and the patients mm-hmm. that they've done um which is very good results in the short amount of time they've had to create this vaccine mm-hmm. so it, it is looking um uh positive yeah which once is, again everybody listening it's a vaccine it's not a cure yes they're two different things yes yes <laughs> a vaccine is a preventative not a yep. cure um so hopefully the the results keep coming out well i i don't know what the side effects are like i heard uh rogan talking with someone and saying that the side effects were pretty bad um like sick wise usually when you get sometimes when you get the flu vaccine you get the flu um as a side effect and i don't know uh the 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 exact details of the side effects from getting this vaccine but obviously it's going to have side effects so it's let's see what happens and you're gonna like grow a new ear (laughs) i think it's superpowers that would be awesome (laughs) i'd love that side effect um 
but yeah, so that's that's the latest on what's been happening on with the United States. If you are listeners from outside the United States, um, and uh, you know, hey, serve stay, try to survive this winter without uh, more government help, which is going to be difficult. But uh, for anyone that's struggling out there, I uh, I hope you you do well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say about the election? No, no. It's it's funny. Like we talked about it so much last week, but it's yeah, like yeah. I feel like a lot of it is is coming on. It's old news at this point. So yeah, yeah. I'm, um, it is what it is. You know. Yep. It's, it's there. Uh, it's there. I, I, th- that the Trump administration just needs to uh, grow up and uh, concede. Let the country move on. If you want to run in 2024, go for it. But yeah, yeah, you, you have the right you, to. You lost fair and square, and then you have the right to run in 2024. So you got to wait your turn like everybody else. Yep. All right. Let's get into some um, brighter um, news or just review uh, Mandalorian. Right now, we are the first three episodes. Um, again, we talked about this last week for uh, a while, so we're kind of going to run through the first two episodes and then talk a little bit about the third episode. Yeah. So, so my, uh, go ahead. If you want to just go back to episode one, um, you and Rudy uh, talked about it two weeks ago. Yes. Last week, I gave my point of view. Didn't go through. Uh, go through obviously. So basically, what I said was I did not like it as much as you guys did. Um, I thought there was a lot of filler, like there were in multiple episodes of season one. Um. I, I, at the end of the day, the episode, all the only things that happened of of importance were he found Boba Fett's armor, mm-hmm. and at the end there was a clone that was watching him, which we we're all led to believe is Boba Fett. Yes, that's all that happened that mattered. Um, I I enjoy like for me the first episode was just like getting back into it, and I enjoyed it a lot because it was just like more of this, and then. He he fought the dragon, and then like that whole episode. Um, this was That's like right. and I called it the tre- the worm, the tremor from tremors. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. This was something that Rusty said is like that. That first episode was a flex on their budget, their budget right? And the first yeah. episode was like an hour. The second episode was like forty eight minutes, and now the third episode was like thirty six minutes. So I I think they need to get it stick to a time and just at this point keep shortening it. You know, I want I want a season finale that's five minutes long. Because at that point, I feel like important wise, they're still gonna have a lot of extra filler within that five minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's just get so, to it. Let's get to it. The second episode to me was a hundred percent filler. Again, it was another like monster of the week type thing. The spiders and the cold baby yep. Odo's being an asshole trying to commit genocide. Just eating, um, eating the last of that that family. <laughs> yeah, I know. He he's, he tried to eat some more in this episode. Yeah, and uh, the 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 only issue, I mean, like you said, it was filler. One of the biggest issues I had was the whole communication. Yeah. Uh, in season in episode two, where the frog woman and Mando could not communicate with each other. Um, they couldn't understand one another. Then she hacked into the droid that was on a ship, so he could understand her, and apparently she can now understand him. And then later on, when she's in that hot spring or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're talking again, she says something, and he's understanding her. How did that happen? Well, they do it's that again in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. when he's talking to the to the father and yeah. Yep, and yeah, so that was one of those things, like you said, uh, it was a monster of the week. It was. I feel like we could have completely skipped that up. So far, from from what I've seen, uh, between those two episodes, <laughs> yeah, the that last could have been combined minutes. into one. 
and you could have him just like that. Actually, you could co- for actually episode three, you could combine all three of what I've seen mm-hmm. into one episode, one 45 minute episode. Yeah. And we'll, we'll be okay. Yeah, truthfully. Because <laughs> there was a um, lot of just stupid filler nonsense going on. So let's get into episode three. Um, I Which I'm going to just say I did not finish because I was bored out of my mind and fell asleep. Yeah. So it, it's, I didn't even <laughs> I filled it. him in on what happened. He didn't care. Um, so spoiler <laughs> no, I, alert. I, I care. It's, yeah. yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, so in episode three, uh, he finally reaches that planet. Um, he gets his ship fixed. He He's like, where are the Mandalorians? He goes to try to find them. He finds himself in a sticky situation. The Mandalorians come out of nowhere to help him. And uh, he finally talks to them. What do you know? They're OG Mandalorians, right? They're actual Mandalorians from Mandalore that fought in the Purge. We get to see a character from Clone Wars uh, come to life with uh, Bo-Katan. Also got to see the SmackDown, uh, the WWE SmackDown Women's Champion, Sasha Banks. Yes, she was one of her um, constituents. Um, yes, Bo-Katan, one of the characters from uh, Clone Wars, uh, uh, the leader of the Night Watch and uh, the Death Watch, I mean, um, and uh, sister of uh, the Queen of Mandalore, Satine, uh, who, if you guys have watched Star Wars, the Clone Wars, uh, she and Obi-Wan had this like unspoken attraction slash... Um, like appreciation, like they had a thing for each other. And uh, Obi Wan, of course, you know he was so uh, Jedi with the whole yeah. no attachments. He never acted on it. Or that's what I wish we there, thought. I wish there was an Obi baby out there. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's what that's who we thought. Um, Ray was right. We thought yeah. she was a Kenobi. Um, that would have been cool. Half Mandalorian, half Kenobi would have been awesome. Imagine that. Uh, but that never happened, of course, because she was a fucking Palpatine because of shitty writing. Like I said, um, the entire sequel trilogy, every episode has been better than the entire Mandalorian series. By far. We do not share the sentiment. The LWG <laughs> does not far. stand by the statement. <laughs> um, Danny's on his own. Um, but... <clears throat> So we got to to meet Bo-Katan, who is played by none other than Katie Sackoff, that sexy beast. Um, and uh, for, for, for those of you that don't know, what does she do again? Because I have never heard. So this Katie Sackoff was very very popular because of Battlestar Galactica. She was the character Starbuck. That was her call sign as a pilot. Um, Battlestar Galactica, one of the best space operas ever created. Was Starbuck With- the one that had a sibling? Uh, no, I don't think so. All right. Because I've seen the old, I've seen the original Battlestar Galactica. I never saw the new one that you watched. Maybe she had a sibling in the old one and the new one she didn't. I'm not, I don't Maybe, remember. I could exactly. be wrong. I think Starbuck was a guy too. But I, like I said, it's been so long. I don't know. Uh, the, the, again, Edward James almost was in, was, That's the, right. was the commander in this one. And he was a phenomenal character in this show. Um, it was um, in the first one. It was... Oh my god, it was somebody big too. What? I'm so like the his his character. Oh, oh, and they were that... Oh my god, I can't remember his name. Uh, no, I mean I'm blanking on who it was. I'll, I I got to look this up real quick. All right, look it up. And so yes, yeah, so Katie Sackoff uh as Bo-Katan, um they do the thing. She's like, "Oh, we got to take this uh, spaceship full of weapons from the uh Fallen Empire." 
they go, they take it. Um, you get to see uh, Espacito on there. He's like, uh, you know what to do. Commit suicide. Um, uh, Harry Carey, destroy the ship, blah, blah, blah. She, you find out why she's after uh, Espacito because she wants her dark saber so she can... Um, apparently, that is the way she said it. She's like, I need something from him so I can uh, go back and rule Mandalore. Um, which in the, uh, I was reading up a little bit on her where she eventually does rule Mandalore and she becomes Mandalora, um, the Mandalora. Uh, so I think mm-hmm. that's like the title that she gets. So... Uh, that's like the storyline now. And, uh, so she's going, so the dark saber is going to be very important. She's going after it. We're going to get to see more of her in the story. Uh, and at the end of the show, she, um, because, uh, Din Djarin was helping her because she was like, I'll tell you where the Jedi is and you can take the child. And, um, she's like, well, I know where this Jedi, she, she says like a star system and a planet. I, I don't pay attention to planet names because I really don't care. But she was like, you can uh, and go there and look for Ahsoka Tano. And that's also another name drop from, <clears throat> excuse me, Clone Star Wars. Wars, the Clone Wars. She is the, and the Padawan yeah. of Anakin Skywalker. So it's going to be very interesting to see what she looks like in this. And, and it's uh, supposed to be Rosario Dawson playing her. Um, so we have like they did a really great uh, casting choices, especially with Bo-Katan as Katie Sackhoff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah I, I was very happy about the episode it finally moved the story along to where it was interesting let's see what happens in the next episode we'll, yeah. let's like see I, said, what... I was I was bored out of my mind um, it's it was uh, I don't know how it started off and he sees the, the other frog guy and then he meets with them and the, the, the whole thing I was like hey Sasha and then it was just like I, I keep <laughs> watching and I was like alright man and the moment they were just like, we need you for a job. I was like, I, I can't. I can't do this again. I just knocked out. Yeah, My he literally like, has to do a job and uh, to get anything. And like just it's everything so is like, you got to, oh, I'll give you this. But if you do this for me. And, and you know what? It's and it's one of the things that I, I you see that a lot in video games. Uh, it's yes. like watching somebody play video games. And it's just <laughs> it's so annoying where it's just like. Okay, I need to. I'm playing Skyrim, and I need to get this specific bow and arrow. But in order to get the bow and arrow, I have to help. I have to help this guy kill this group of people just so I could get that bow and arrow. Then I got the bow and arrow. Oh no, it's just the bow. I need the arrow. I got to go do something for this other guy to get the bow, the arrows. And it's like, my God, just just let me get something. You know, let me get the bow. And I got a dragon to kill. It's been killing all these people. I'm out doing these missions. You know, <laughs> but and that's uh-huh. it's just it's just that. Yeah, man. Um. That's so far. That's been the formula for again. I I don't know like why. Like they come up with the formula and they beat you over the head with it. It's like something that Marvel's been doing for a while now. Especially they did it with their movies and now it's coming towards their shows. Well, and this it's, it's, the, the show is a western. That's the thing. It's a western show. It's like watching um the Rifleman. Or or Bonanza or something like that or or even well, an old, uh, old school to be samurai like a space movie. Space western, but and that and that's the thing. It's like there and it's the same exact thing where it's just like every episode. It's like all right, this guy's gonna walk into this new town and he's gonna solve their problem. Now he's gonna go into this other town and solve their problem. And it's and they try to have an underlying story in the background, but I feel like the back the main story is being sacrificed at times just to get through this stupid little story that is filler and nobody cares about. Yeah, you know. 
Um, I, I think you're hundred percent correct. And and the more I the more I see, the more I'm just like, all right, now that I can see what is happening now more and more, like I saw with the movies. Mm-hmm. And it's just like now I'm just like, all right, I'm getting really bored of this. I'm tired of like the formula. I've, I've said this before. I've said this before. It's one of those things that I see, I complain about, everybody's against me on, and then eventually people come around. They're like, hey, this is like this and like that. I was like, I've been saying that. I've been saying that since episode two. Well, I mean, uh, okay, yes, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I still like the first season a lot, even though, like, because I rewatched. It. I do like the show. I, I do enjoy the show, but it's like I know. Okay, I, I could go back and watch it. I know I could skip at least like four of those episodes. Like, I, do, I could straight up skip the entire thing, and I'll be good. And I mean, they tried to to tie some of the stuff that happened in the last season in, in the second episode where he was like, oh, you did this, this and that in, yeah. in the prison thing. So we're going to let you go because it's trying times. And I'm just like, all right, whatever. whatever. Like, yeah. no one gives a fuck. Because that episode has served no purpose in season one. That no. episode so served no purpose whatsoever. And the, all of episode two did in this season was try was, to give that episode a purpose. Yeah. Um. So... Let's see. Let's see where it keeps going. Um, I think they're already starting to film season three. So, and and for the for the helmet thing, uh, when 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 the Mandalorians took off their helmets and he was like, "Well, where'd you get the armor?" And it's like, "You're not supposed to take it off." And you're like, "Oh, you're one of those." And um, and that right there could be. I did like that. Huh? I did like that actually. No, I me too because that right there could be. Uh, I don't know if if he didn't see it um pedro pascal or just like but this is a way for an out for the whole helmet thing so he can have his face show more in mm-hmm. future seasons All right and it, they they like started it they they did a seed right there because if you have like mandal like original mandalorians from the planet not just like foundlings yeah. Uh, and then they know the the way, the true way, not yeah. like this um, this tribe that kind of left and did their own thing. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, okay, so I don't have to be like this type of zealot where I'm not yeah. allowed to wear my mask and I can take it off and I can, you know, be a normal person yeah. and still be a Mandalorian. And it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. I can, you that, can that was build one of the upon things, that. Yeah, that was one of the things I had with season one where he's like, I don't take off my mask. And I was like... I mean, yeah. if I remember correctly, Mandalorians took off masks whatever they felt like. Yeah, exactly. They took <laughs> off the helmet like, all the time. Most people, in the show. most people didn't who didn't watch Clone Wars wouldn't know, and they're thinking, "Okay, that's I never saw Boba Fett without a mask, so that's true." Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the way a lot of people thought. And then I was just like, "All right, maybe this is becoming a canon thing now." Mm-hmm. And then the fact that they this episode kind of was just like, "Oh, you're one of them." I was like, "Thank you." Yeah, I, I did appreciate that. Yes, I I, I like that too. And um, and it was it to me it was just like I said, it, it felt like an out. For them to to like eventually like have him take off his mask and be more, and then it's just like he complained. Like if you've already gone through the season and you've seen this episode and you didn't like see that that's where it might go, or you can talk to them in a way where like, hey, can you do this for me? Um, or maybe he did. I don't know. I'm talking shit for no reason. I mean, you don't even know if he saw the episode. To be honest with you, huh? Maybe he didn't see because when they're saying that. It's a it's a shot that's it's focused on them, and I you you either don't see Mando while they're saying it, or you're looking over his shoulder where they could have just had a stand-in. So maybe Pedro Pascal doesn't even know that that but, scene existed. But it's, but it's in the script. 
Like you get a script, you can yeah. Read but do the you script. have to read for the scenes that you're not going to be in for that I, specific point? I don't I'm, know. I think they give you the whole uh, the script. I know as you a have whole, the whole script, so but to read it, I understand and that. Then, you can, yeah, you so don't you can have understand to. what's going on. Did Sasha Banks really need to read about the frogs? Well, she's not a main character. But but that's what I'm saying. It's like you could get away without reading the whole script. I'm just saying because Pedro Pascal is literally the main character, so it's like he would get the whole story so he could know what's going on, and then that day I know, but he there's would just three get the actors that play scene. Mando. No, I, for, I understand for, for that. For a good chunk of that, I wouldn't be surprised if they just eventually move to the point where it's just Pedro Pascal's voice, and it's always one but of the isn't, other two. Isn't that what it is now? No, it's he's wearing the suits. No, isn't isn't it just his voice now? It's his voice with him inside of the suit as well for some for certain scenes. Yeah, no, I'm saying even the scenes where he's not wearing the suit and it's another actor, isn't it his it's still voice? His, it's always going to be his voice. Yes. Yeah, so that means he has a script, and he even if he was as, even if he had a stand-in, he still read the lines that that interacted I'm not, I'm, with I'm, the people. I'm going to agree with you, so we can move on. I hate when you do that. Because I don't, we're wasting time talking about nonsense at this no, point. No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> even if he, okay. even if he, oh, fucking asshole. All right, <laughs> let's let's jump into the rest. Exactly, Sasha we gotta, Banks. We gotta go. <laughs> what? Why do you want to talk about Sasha? What about Sasha? I said let's jump into wrestling, Sasha Banks. Okay. Um. All right. So wrestling, AEW just recently had a pay per view. Um. It was uh, full gear. Um. Basically, the only stuff that happened uh, of importance was we finally have the Young Bucks as the tag team champions. Um, it was a pretty interesting match. They went up against FTR. Um, really good match. Not as good as the what is still being called the greatest tag team match of all time that we got to witness live. And uh, well, we also in the main event had John Moxley retain his title in a night quit match. Uh, against Eddie Kingston and Kenny Omega won the number one contendership, which means we're now going to move on to a feud between Kenny Omega and John Moxley for the AEW World Championship. So that should be good. Okay. And that wrestling wise, that's it. Um, Survivor Series is coming up. We'll see how WWE does with Survivor Series. It's one of my favorite pay per views, but I feel like they're not doing that great of a build. Is that where they year. do Money in the Bank or? No, Survivor Series is uh, you. It's Raw versus SmackDown. Ah, okay. Where you you build teams. Last year they had NXT involved, which made it very interesting, and NXT ended up winning everything, um, as they should. Um, <laughs> this year it looks like it's just Raw and SmackDown. It's just like it's one of those things where I don't know how much you remember when you used to watch it every once in a while, but SmackDown always seemed like the more entertaining show. Um, yeah. SmackDown, SmackDown, I feel like is almost always the most, the more entertaining show, but they just recently did a, uh, like a, a another like kind of draft and they put like a lot of the interesting people on raw and that's who team raw is. It's all the guys who are like on SmackDown like two weeks ago. <laughs> so it's just, it's, it's kind of just like, all right, they're trying to make raw better by putting their interesting characters and wrestlers on that show. And they're failing at it. Uh, it's, I just feel like it's it's harder to write a three-hour show than it is a two-hour show. And, and the people who are on Raw have to pay for it. But 
Anyway, yeah, that's three that. hour show is ridiculous. I, I I remember when I found out that they were going to do a weekly three hour Monday Night Raw. Me and many other wrestling fans, the majority of us all thought the same thing. No, we love wrestling. That's why it shouldn't be three hours long every week. That's insane. You know, two hours is fine. Whatever. Keep it at that. Should make it an hour and a half. I mean, it basically is at that yeah, point with commercials. True. Yeah. Um, But three hours, my God. It's just, it's ridiculous, man. And so much. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> I don't want to get into it. It's too much. Um, that's all I got on wrestling, but I do have wrestling video game news, Tesla. Yes. AEW finally announced uh, video game plans. So uh, when AEW first became a company, people were questioning them. Are you going to do a video game? Kenny Omega being a very big gamer automatically said, yes, of course, there has to be a game. And because he is a gamer, he understands that people like the older uh, wrestling games, like No Mercy, like Here Comes the Pain, even Def Jam, Vendetta, and those games, uh, they play like wrestling games. So they announced that they had an announcement uh, the 10th, uh, November 10th, and it was kind of like a press conference thing. And AEW, being who they are and like to make jokes and everything, uh, they had Kenny Omega walk out onto the stage where I'm sure there was no audience and there was a podium. And he was dressed like Steve Jobs, where he was wearing glasses, a black turtleneck, jeans, and some New Balances. Just straight up Steve Jobs. And he's going out there talking about innovation and this, that, and the other. And then he shows a clip, and it's like the crappiest looking thing you've ever seen. And then he's like, and we, and he, it's funny because it's just a, it's a cutout looking thing of their champion Moxley and another one of Kenny Omega, and they're kind of just like jumping around each other, <laughs> and it looks horrible. And then he's like, yeah, we've gotten our, uh, what's it called? Everybody said that this game looks great. We've gotten a lot of uh, positive reviews. And uh, then we heard that we, you guys wanted something different. So we scrapped the entire project and we started doing <laughs> something else. And then they showed what the real game was supposed to be. And it was um, it was like a 3D rendering of uh, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho fighting one another. And it's kind of just going back and forth. It didn't look like it was gameplay, um, just like a little teaser trailer. And they're going back, and then it cuts away, and then they show Hikaru, Chi- Hikaru Shida, who is the women's champion, fighting Kenny Omega, which I'm thinking intergender wrestling. Nice. Um, that's something that's very entertaining when done correctly. Um, so it looks like that's going to be a p- potential thing within the video game. Um, and then they kind of they didn't really show much else there. So it wasn't gameplay. I was like, okay, the game was cool. It is what it is. And then Kenny Omega was about to sign off. Referee Audrey Edwards, who used to work in the video game industry, comes out and announces that's not the only video game they have. That they have a mobile game coming, and it's based, uh, it's a general manager mode, which is something that wrestling fans have been asking for for a long time. So it's going to be a mobile game where you're the general manager, you're booking matches, you're signing wrestlers, and you're trying to put the best show together. WWE did this a couple years ago for like three different games, and they just got rid of it, and people have always wanted to come back. So everybody was happy about that. Then Britt Baker came out and she had an announcement that there is a T-shirt for AEW games. And it's a black T-shirt that says AEW games. (laughs) (laughs) Once that was done, we had uh, Cody Rhodes come out. Oh, mind you, all of them were wearing the same outfit where they were wearing black turtlenecks with glasses and jeans. They all look like Steve Jobs. (laughs) Cody Rhodes comes out 
and he announces uh, that there was another game, so a third game now, which is another mobile game. Uh, it's called uh, AEW Double or Nothing, named after one of their pay-per-views. It's a casino-style game where you'd play casino games, but within the AEW world. So at the end of the day, AEW announced three different games. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. The AEW general manager mode should be coming out, uh, if not later this year, early next year. Um, it is a mobile phone game, but it is GM mode. I got to try that out. I so, was just about to say, are you going to officially get uh, a mobile game? I've, I've played mobile games for years. I thought you said they were not real games. No, I said that they're not as good as real as real games. No, I remember you saying mobile games are not real games. It depends. It's one of those things where if I'm playing solitaire, I love playing that on my phone. Different versions of solitaire. Um, I don't want to play solitaire on my PlayStation. Well, yeah, I mean, oh. that's a uh, that's besides the point. Yeah. No, I've been getting back into Angry Birds actually. Oh, okay. Never got yeah. into that game. It's Angry Birds 2. There's a whole thing. It's There's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot. And I am, like Elias, I'm pretty good. Pretty sure good you Angry are. Birds. <laughs> I'm out there just throwing birds, killing pigs, you know? It's so, like so what's, like, the, the official drink of, like, gamers? The first thing that comes to mind has got to be Mountain Dew. Thank you. And then you and then you eat it while, that while you're drinking. You're either eating Doritos or Hot Cheetos. Yes. So let's stick with the Mountain Dew for a second. Okay. Mountain Dew's coming out with a cookbook. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes sense. And and it's 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 freaking greatness. Yeah. Cuz I think they had like uh code red ribs. Okay. Which was like like I can't wait till this book comes out. I'm definitely going to get it like just as a gag gift. Yeah. Cuz it's going to be phenomenal. Like yeah. just the the point that Mountain Dew made a cookbook from, and it's not like recipes that they created. It's recipes that like fans have created and sent in, and like they've compiled them and shit. Um, and, and it's so funny that they've done this. Uh, That's I, intelligent I, on their end too, because it's oh yeah, these people make all the content. They just compile it and then make money off it. <laughs> And and you know people and hardcore Mountain Dew fans are gonna buy it. Oh, I'm sure of it. Yeah, I'm it's, sure of it. Ah, uh, it's fantastic. I, I it's did just get like... to. I did get to have uh, Mountain Dew uh, Doritos. Um. Yeah, it never came out to the public uh, apparently. So what what happened? Doritos flavored Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew flavored Doritos. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, where um. Uh, a friend from school, I don't, I can't say his name. It was before high school. Um, I remember we were at his house and, uh, he had a friend who their father worked in like, uh, it with Doritos Mm -hmm. and, uh, they, he used to get like different like test bags and like he would bring them home and they would always have like a bunch and they would just give them out to people. So he had like all these different types of Doritos. And I remember, I forgot what other ones were there, but I remember Mountain Dew distinctly being one of them. And then I remember I tried it. I was like, it wasn't bad, you know, and, <laughs> and it's just like they never really did anything I, with it. As far as I know, I would eat some Mountain Dew flavored Doritos. That sounds yeah. good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was pretty good. Cold red ones with because it's a little bit of cherry. So it'd be cherry flavored Doritos, right? Code red. Is, I'm assuming. Uh, huh? I'm assuming it would. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think that would be cool. But yeah, that was like my favorite story of the week. 
because it was just it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but let's get into some video game stuff. More video game stuff. More video game stuff. N7 finally announced something on N7, right? Mass Effect has announced uh, Mass Effect um, Legends, Legends, which is a remaster of Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said they're not changing any of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, they're mainly just updating visuals and, and like better gameplay and stuff like that. But they're not rewriting anything with the story or from that. my understanding, the gameplay isn't gonna change much. It's just like updated graphics and um pretty much, yeah, which yeah. I'm very happy about. But my thing is like, all right, if you're just gonna make better graphics, I'm all for that. But you gotta rework Mass Effect One a little. Because it's very old. Even by the time Mass Effect Two came out, if you went back and played Mass Effect One, it felt old. Hmm. Um, so it's like think of the how you drive the Mako. Oh, don't think of that me. alone. I have to you know, redo that. That's what I'm saying. I would hope that they would go back and do it. EA being EA, I wouldn't be surprised if they just like put a fresh coat of paint on it. I was like, look, it's great. And yeah, th- everything I, else I is think exactly, that's exactly the what they're gonna do. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but, yeah, and EA is uh, on, since the tenth has been officially on Xbox Game Pass. The Mass Effects are on there. All their sports games are on there. Um, their Star, Star Wars, Wars Jedi Fallen Order is on there. What's that? Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is on there. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is on there. Battlefront 1 and 2 is on there. Um, so it's fantastic. Uh, Dragon Age, comes. sir. Yeah. Dragon Age Origins is on there, sir. I, I, I suggest you, uh, you start making some time for that one. I have a lot of time to play all these games until play 2022. That, play, that, play that damn game, Esalam. Play that Man, damn shut game. up! I'm 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 starting um, Last of Us Part Two tomorrow. I know I'm happy about that. Dragon um, Age Origins is Mass Effect, but in high fantasy world. Oh, nice! So cool. that and instead of being Shepard, you create your character. I don't mind being Shepard. Oh, Shepard's awesome. Yeah. I got all the love in the world for Shepard. Um, do you yeah. want to do the rest of the N Seven news there? What's that? You want to do the rest of the N Seven news there? What other N7 news is there? They announced that there's going to be a new Mass Effect game as well. Oh, did they? I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, it wasn't just the, the remaster. Like, the remaster was there, and that's great. You know, it is. Yeah. It's great that's to do the remaster. About. Yeah, more importantly. Uh, I'm sorry. More importantly, they announced that there is going to be a new Mass Effect game. Okay. Um, is it a so continuation of Andromeda? or? I highly doubt it because mm-hmm. everybody hates on Andromeda so much. I enjoyed it. I know a lot of people actually finished the game. And were like, "Hey, it's not at all bad. It's just yeah. it's not what they wanted, I guess." Very yeah. much like Mass Effect Three, but I'm not getting into that. But um, yeah, it's um, they're making a new game. That's my phone making noise. Who's texting me? I'm very upset about that. Uh, okay. Disney um, Disney <clears throat> Plus decided to let me know that there's a new episode of The Mandalorian. Disney Plus, <laughs> let me know that there's a new episode of The Mandalorian. Yeah. I have Disney texting me now. Yeah, so new game, Mass Effect. So do you have any speculation on what it might be if they're not continuing Andromeda? If they don't continue Andromeda, you continue it in the same world. It would have. To, I don't want to spoil it for you specifically, Aslam, but you would continue with 
what happened at the end of Mass Effect 3, the ramifications, because mm. so much happened. Uh, no matter what choices you picked, I mean, stuff went down, you know? And I am very curious to see what that world looks like after Mass Effect 3, mm. which I think that might be something people were upset about with Andromeda, because Andromeda does take place afterward, but it's weird. It's It's directly after Mass Effect 2, before Mass Effect 3, it's people are basically set on the spaceship and sent to the Andromeda galaxy. And when they awake, it's way past the events of Mass Effect 3. Mm. So it's like there was a time skip. Yeah. So I kind of want to go back to our galaxy and see what happened after the those, you know, after everything that happened in Mass Effect 3. Okay. And I hope it's a possibility, but somehow figure out a way to let our saves continue again which is the beauty of mass effect mm. that's what makes it special um if you can't do that at the very least have a thing that goes in there like they do and uh for people who didn't own mass effect one or two like i think you could do it in three and maybe in two for one as well where if you didn't play the game you get to go they'll show you the key points of the previous game and you get to pick what you would have picked as if you played it mm. so at least do that where it's just like, hey, what happened in your Mass Effect 3? Did these people win? Did these people win? Did these people live? Did these people die? And then you go through there, you know? Okay, it's not bad. Yeah, so very much looking forward to that in uh, about 15 years. <laughs> on the neck, on the PS6 and the Xbox, whatever the fuck they're going to call it. Who knows anymore, you know? <laughs> it's going to be called the Xbox. We did it again. <laughs> <laughs> um. Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six, mm. um, both Bethesda games, mm. since Xbox has purchased Bethesda, um, the uh, the what is it, the chairman or the creative creator, or whatever for both the games, Todd Howard, he's the creative director, creative director of both games, has uh, announced, according to a Screen Rant article, um, that both games will be Game Pass ready day one they will be available on game pass day one which is absolutely ridiculous i know uh at least i know elder scroll how big elder scrolls was yeah and to have it for game pass on day one not even sell it at least for xbox people um, before before i get into it i just wanted to i just want to say it's 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 game rant um, oh, game rant, not screen. Okay, and I wanted to give the person credit who wrote the article, and I saw the name. I was like, "My God, that's a that's a that's a hard one." <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, I mean, I'll go for it. Uh, Shreyansh uh, Katsura wrote the article. Thank you, Mister or Mrs. Katsura. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, no, like like you said, I didn't even know. Like I I haven't been able to keep track with it. But I was getting ready to go on vacation. I was getting the PS5, which I'm going to get into. Um, people are all over the news, the elections, everything. So I haven't been up to date with that. Like I just found out, and this article went up with, like three days ago. Um, this is such a big deal. It's not even funny, Islam. Like, um, getting Elder Scrolls Six and Starfield. On Game Pass, which is something some people speculated. They're like, they could do it, but it's such a big game. They can make so much money because they know people are going to buy it regardless, especially Elder Scrolls. Um, 
they're giving it away on Game Pass, man. And you know what that means to me, at least? What? It's not going to be exclusive. No, in my no, mind, I don't think so. Because that's the thing. A lot of people are speculating. Is it going to be exclusive or not? We don't know. And the article, I just glanced at it. I haven't gotten a chance to read the whole thing. I don't think they said that it is or it isn't. But think about it this way. This is one of the things that we talked about on this podcast. If they go out on Game Pass, which we now don't know they are, people like me, let's say I have, in my same exact situation, I have a PlayStation 5 now. I have the old generation of Xbox. Now they're going to come out and be like, hey, these things are available day one on Game Pass. You could also buy it other places. Am I going to spend $70 to buy, to play this game on a series, on my PS5? Or am I going to try to get it on game, on Xbox, which is owned, which owns their company? So you know that they're going to have some type of special feature, maybe timed exclusivity deals with Xbox. And I get it all for free, essentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, my God, my God. God, that's such a big deal. And it's what, one of those things where it's like I I was debating on whether or not how soon I want to get a Series X. Now I have to make sure I have a Series X before this launches. So uh, this is uh, this is a different strategy <clears throat> on how they can get people to buy their Series X. Yeah. Where they're like, this game, it, <clears throat> you can buy it for other consoles because it's going to come out for other consoles. Yeah. So if you don't want to play it on the Xbox One, sure, we'll still get the $70 for the game. Yep. But if you want to play this game the way it's meant to be played, you need a Series X. Yeah. Or a Series S. Yeah. It, it simply Xbox. what they're going to say is you uh Elder Scrolls 6 plays best on Series X. Yeah. That's all they have to say. And Exactly. There you go. <clears throat> and the it's just the just by doing that and with Game Pass being $15, even if it goes up to 20, yeah. 25, right? For the amount of, and especially now that EA is on there, they bought Bethesda. Like they have so much that it's just they're going to be winning with the subscriptions. And this is going to be an incentive like they thought they were gonna. People, I think, initially thought Xbox was like this is. They're just gonna lose money giving these games away on their Xbox Game Pass, and it's like now with like this announcement and mm-hmm. with Bethesda on their side, we're, we're all seeing see what like, Xbox saw forever ago. We're all starting huh? to see it now. Yeah, it's like, like we're oh, seeing their okay. vision. <laughs> you guys are some sneaky, smart dudes, right? <laughs> like it's like you're enticing me. To be like, I want to play the these games on the Series X with yeah. the Game Pass. Like, I have so many games. Even if I'm instead of just paying the seventy dollars for the one game, mm-hmm. I can pay the five hundred dollars with a fifteen month subscription, and I can have hundreds of games. I can have new EA titles if they go on Xbox Game Pass right away. Or if not, you know they're going to be on there within a year or at least six, like six months or at least a year. Yeah. Right. So, and same thing with Bethesda. Uh, And it seems like Bethesda games are going to be launching probably day one. If they're putting their biggest games day one on Xbox Game Pass, I'm sure everything's going on there at this point. It's going day one on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. And that's the, one of the biggest incentives. And it's like, do I want to pay $70 for uh, 
$70 for each game when it comes out? Or do I want to pay Xbox this $15 a month? Um, and and in the long run, when you play like three or four games, that mm-hmm. gives you your money for the year. Mm-hmm. Right? And because in, in a year, that $15 is what? 60 bucks, right? No, not 60 bucks. Um, Don't make me do math. No, I'm not doing math at you. No, no. I think it is 60 bucks because I, I think refuse. we did the math before. I refuse. Um uh, 15 times 12. Oh, 180 bucks. Sorry. There you go. Yeah, I'm stupid. Um, 180 bucks. Uh, after playing three games, you've made your money back. Yeah. If I mean, they're going to be $70 games, you've made your money back after playing three games. And and at the same time, it's one of those things where Xbox is once again potentially, not, not only are they making you go towards buying an Xbox or doing whatever, they're more effectively taking that sale away from from playstation in the sense of maybe you like playing your games on pc mm-hmm. game pass is on pc guess yeah. what it's on game pass boom you can play it on your computer you don't have to buy a ps5 oh if you're a kid that you you don't have the console because your parents didn't get it for you you don't have money you got a cell phone right you can play game pass on your phone X-Cloud. game pass on your tablet it's all there mm-hmm. it's all right there and you're gonna get the brand new Elder Scrolls Six, the brand new Starfield that we've been waiting for for forever. You're gonna have all these games available right to your phone. Yep, right to your phone. Xbox right is to gonna you. kill it, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy for them. That's also, what I'm saying. I, I like I said, I want all the companies to succeed, so I'm very happy about this. Shouts out to Xbox because when PlayStation launched, they they tweeted on Twitter. They were like, "Congratulations to Sony. It's an honor to game be gaming beside you. Happy launch day." Yeah. And I was like, Xbox, yo, you, yeah, man, you be you be tugging at those heartstrings, like you're like you're like that super nice guy that like everybody likes, but is a little weary of because yeah. they're like this. There's there has to be something wrong with them. They yeah. nobody's that perfect. Yeah, man, it's there's oh my god, it's and I think of like what they could do. Granted, I'm not the biggest fan of like Xbox exclusive titles. Um, I used to be Mass Effect used to be one until they made it mm-hmm. multi-platform, but like the incentive where it's just like once again you put it on game pass and let's say there's people who who don't really let's say there's somebody who hasn't bought really given the series x a chance they and then they hear about this and they're like hey i've never played elder scrolls maybe i want to try it and xbox can come out and be like well guess what you could buy it anywhere but if you get it on uh on on xbox with the game pass we're gonna have the exclusive halo sword as a downloadable feature in the series X. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the, in their version of uh, elder scrolls, you know, it's like, Oh, if you're going to play Starfield, look, you could unlock this master chief helmet. Like there's so many things they could do. That's like that. And then people on PlayStation would be like, well, I don't, I don't have that. I just got it on PlayStation. I paid $70 for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and know? people love that little yeah. stuff too. Yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah. It's um, it's hey hey the there when I bought when I bought uh Dragon Age Origins, I got this code where uh, if I played Mass Effect two, which at the time I didn't, Dragon Age is what got me into Mass Effect. In Mass Effect two, I download this one code from Dragon Age, and I got the Blood Dragon armor from my Dragon Age game in my Mass Effect game. So he's wearing the Mass Effect suit, but he's got like this, it's it's a it's a dragon that's painted in blood on his armor, from oh, nice. from Dragon Age. It was sick, and yeah, I loved it. Is you know they do cool little things like that, especially if they're owned by, excuse me, the same parent company. Mm-hmm. So 
this is great news for Xbox, Xbox fans, and um, Bethesda. Great news yeah. for all those people. It's going to be awesome. All right. Let's uh, switch a little gears and get Let's handsy with the PS5. PS5, holding that controller. Holding that controller yeah. right here. Um, see that? You see that? So, so how about this? How about you take us through your unboxing and your experience setting it up and like going through it? And was it easy transferring your data? Like, how did all that go? And so, I'm going to uh, take you through the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested. Um, and I want to hear a lot about this controller because I know that haptic trigger is freaking phenomenal. Okay. So. so um, I said it on here before. I ordered three PS5s. Um, and I was like, you know what? I found two people that wanted to buy uh, the other two, one of them being Rusty, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, okay, I'm going to sell it to them for what I paid. You know, no extra. I'm not going to be one of those people. I'm not going to be a reseller. Y- you people listening to this, you know who you are. Really? And, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was one of those things where it's like, okay, so leading up to it i'm checking uh, i'm checking my emails checking text messages have everything set they're like all right it hasn't shipped yet it hasn't shipped yet i was like okay i was a little bit concerned a little bit concerned i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna chill if it doesn't show up it's fine this is why i'm on vacation i planned ahead yeah. i got like two weeks for this thing to show up so i'll be fine and then rudy starts texting me He's like, hey man, you get any updates? I'm like, hey man, I nothing. He's like, I didn't, I, I don't know what's going on. I'm getting updates, and I told Rudy, Rudy, I told, I told Rudy, Rudy, uh, <laughs> God, we got to remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> I told Rudy um, to think, uh, to think negatively. This is this go to go to my way of living, and I told him I was like, what you need to do, expect the worst. It's not going to show up on launch day. Be aware. I want you to know it in your heart. It's not going to show up on launch day. Maybe it's the day after. Maybe it's the day after that. Maybe you're going to have to wait a week, two weeks. Just think that way. He's like, why? I was like, because if it does show up, you're going to be pleasantly surprised. You're going to you're going to be happy about it. <laughs> so you get all the miserable, the, all the misery, all the misery. I can't speak. I'm so excited. You get all, all the, the misery, misery. <laughs> and, and just all the anger out now. That way, when it does show up, when it does show up, you're just happy. You know, you're just you're 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 bursting with exuberance. Yeah, that's that's what your mouth is doing now. As they say. (laughs) (laughs) But but you notice I got that out on the first try. (laughs) Yeah, the hardest word you've said all night. (laughs) Oh man, so so that's the thing. Um, so as as soon as I told him uh, the next day, he was just like, "Hey, I haven't gotten it. This, that, and the other." I was like, "Listen, man, you just got to be patient." Then my PlayStation Five showed up about five minutes after I said that. <laughs> did so, you rub it in his face? Um, I didn't. I inadvertently did. I didn't mean to, because mm-hmm. uh, I got the thing. I was like, "All right, cool, I got it." I started setting it up. I was like, "Hey, man, I just got mine," and and his thing was, "I I I, I hope I hope your dad uh, cancels the pizza again." Um, <laughs> 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 and okay. uh yeah and then it turned into why, why are you why are you mad at me right now like i'm not trying to be I, I was genuine i was just like hey man i got it you know be happy for me i'd be happy for you in this situation did he did he finally get his or you don't know he eventually got his yes okay okay, okay. but not on launch day um because i i later on found out that rudy's brother got a bunch on launch day um i believe alvaro alfaro alvaro had a bunch of them uh, a couple Damn, of them maybe or one or two of them on launch day. How many did each of them buy? 
Alvaro maybe was one. Uh, his brother got like ten because he's he's a reseller and it's 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 disgusting. <laughs> he paid five k to get, and he's gonna make a lot more money back. On I know, it. I know. That's which, ridiculous. Which, which is upsetting. Um. So yeah. Uh. Rudy ended up getting his uh the day after launch day today, so he was he was pretty upset about it. Um. He at one point when I was setting it up, he was watching uh, Iron Man three. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I felt like I need to be punished. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man 3 is the worst he could think of. It was, I was like, why are you doing that to yourself? It's like, I deserve Shit, I this. can think of a worse movie he could watch. <laughs> oh, no, man. It was it- Rudy, <laughs> The Last Airbender. I'm on book three uh, on my rewatching. Uh, you want to get punished? Watch that movie. But uh, it's horrendous. So I'll 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 get into what I did. So I get it out the box. It was a big boy, uh, fifteen pound box. Um, and I'm setting it up. I made sure that I had my PS4 on as well because I knew there was gonna be a, a transfer of data or a transfer of power, if you will. And <laughs> <laughs> well, at least your PS4 conceded without an issue. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, it was very easy to transfer the data. Um, since I have the PlayStation app on my phone, one of the, the way I did it was um, the PS5 said I could just sign in on my uh, on my PlayStation on my PlayStation app, make sure it's linked to the same um, you know network as my PS5 is, and just go through there. So I did that. It was easy. One, two, three. So I highly recommend if you guys have the PlayStation app on your phone, if you want to transfer data, it's real simple that way. Me, who I don't know nothing about phones, I pulled it off. Um. So it did that, and it started downloading um, different saves that I had from my PS4. That all went by pretty quickly. And um, my planning ahead paid off, where I took a lot of my PlayStation 4 games and saved them on the external hard drive. Mm -hmm. Um, I plugged it right into my PS5. It read it no problem, and boom, I'm able to just open up a game from there anytime I want. Awesome. One, one, two, three. Uh, Rudy did the same. So I highly recommend if anybody's doing this uh, later on, um, Eslam, even you, I know you're going to get it eventually in a couple of years. If you have a hard drive, that's an easy way to transfer any games if you're still playing. Yeah, from... I'll, I'll take some hard drive suggestions. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to give them to you. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I have one. I, it's, a C, it's a Seagate something. I don't know. I have to look okay. into it. Uh, four terabytes. It's great. Um, don't so, get WD. They're the fucking worst. Yeah, I, I, I know I've heard a lot of people praise Seagate, so I was like, I found a good deal on a Seagate one, and hey, it's been working great ever since I've been using it. Yeah. Um, I think Rudy even has a six terabyte one. So, nice. Yeah. Anyway, so I uh, transferred everything over easily. Um, it's the user interface is very clean. Um, it's just it's it's a little unusual. I'm so accustomed to the PlayStation Four one. Um, I just have to wrap my head around the PS Five one um but it is what it is it's it's cool i like that when you search to when you go to a specific game that's saved on your home like i guess your your media bar your cross media bar um it showed that becomes the background so there isn't like a theme there's no more themes so essentially whenever you switch to a thing that becomes your temporary theme until you switch to something else and it also comes in with uh, a music that starts playing too which man, once you put once you switch over to Miles Morales and those drums kick in, I was like, oh man, this is this is pretty hot. It was it was pretty cool. And then uh, at one point, I decided I wanted to play an old PS4 game, and uh, I went to my Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, which I think is a PS3 game. On top of that, I once you scroll over to that, it changes the music, and it's like 
anime like Yu-Gi-Oh type music that you could imagine that starts playing. I was like, all right, this is cool. So I went in there. I was playing that. That runs very well. Um, but the first game, Eslam, the first game I played was Astro's. Uh, Astro's I, Adventure, something. Like I that? always screw it up because there's Astro. There's the Ast. There's the Ast. Astro uh, VR game that's Astrobot something. I think it's Astro's Playroom or yes, Astro I think something. It's playroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you you play that on your um. I could just look it up. You you play that uh first. I highly recommend that to everybody because that's the one that shows off what the controller could do. Okay. So once you go in there, um, it tells you the pull on the triggers. So you press the trigger. I'm like, okay, it is what it is. It's doing nothing. And then when you, it's like, it's showing that it's, it recognizes that you're pressing it on the screen. And then when you press it harder, you actually have to put force into it because the controller is the adaptive trigger trigger is preventing you from pushing it all the way down lightly. You have to actually push it down hard. And then on the screen, you see like a rocket shoot out the bottom from that side. And then you do it on the other side, and then you get to see like, okay, this is the, the this is adaptive triggers. Triggers, you see it, you feel it, mm-hmm. and um, it's cool. Then they show off different things, and then there's the mic where it's just like, okay, they want you to blow into the mic, <laughs> and you blow into it, and it's recognized on the screen. Oh wow! Nice. And then yeah, and then you go into the game, and the game starts, and it's Astro, the little robot. He's he like jumps out of your visual controller on the screen. And then you start walking around with them and you feel everything in your controller. Now, there's been vibrations and rumbles in controllers for years, but this one, you feel the different when he's walking on different surfaces, you could tell like at one point he's walking on the regular metal surface and it has a certain feeling and has a certain sound because there's a audio coming out the controller as well. Yeah, there are speakers. Yeah. And then when you walk on the glass, it feels different and it sounds different. Nice. And then you, 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 at one point you have to break the glass and you feel that and everything. Um, he'd show himself into this other world. And then you realize you're inside of the PlayStation five at this point. And you look around and you look at the walls and everything. And you see the front and the back of the PS five. And there's these different worlds that you go into kind of like a, think of Mario 64 where you jump into different paintings. Okay. You go into these different worlds and every Blue world, is a, every world is a different component <laughs> of the PS five. So there's this one where it's called Cooling Springs. That's supposed to be the the fan in your PlayStation. There's another one that's the SSD Speedway. That's your SSD hard drive. There's the CPU something. You go into the CPU and all these things. And then in the center, there's this PlayStation 1. You go inside that, and then there's a hall that's like dedicated to the history of PlayStation. Oh, that's awesome. And as you're playing this game, you go into these different worlds. You're collecting uh, what they call artifacts. And in these artifacts, like I was playing, I found a PSP and I, I found the PSP <laughs> artifact and that showed up in that room. I found the little UMD discs. Remember those for the PSP? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's in my artifact room. I found the PlayStation 3. Uh, it's like you find all these different artifacts and and uh, and different uh, like puzzle pieces. And that game is it, it is a tech demo. But it shows off so much the controller. Like at one point you jump in the suit that's like a little spring and you have to use the motion control in your controller to pick which way you want to jump to. And then you have to pull down on the trigger. But because it's a spring, it's real tight. So you have to push down harder and you hear the spring noise coming from the controller. And once you let go, it springs up and everything. Nice. It's it's so cool, man. Um so yeah, the I can't say anything bad about the controller other than the face buttons feel a little awkward 
Um, the circle button feels a little mushy. I can't think of a better term. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man. Other than that, it's 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 amazing. It's great. I wonder if they're gonna have like a pro controller. And um, I, I can't know, wait to try. PlayStation like, never the... really did a pro. Yeah, I feel like they haven't. But um, with the with the way this controller is shaped, looking like the Xbox, I would like they should try to make a pro controller. Yeah, man. Feels I nice. can't wait to try like the haptic trigger with like uh, archery um, racing game, like uh, hitting the gas. I think it'll be like a little bit of better control um, speed wise. Um, if you do like an, uh, the other triggers, like a, uh, like a break and how hard you hit the brake so you can drift and shit like that. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Man, um, yeah. my, my biggest concern is it obviously PlayStation titles are going to support that mm-hmm. our third party game is going to support that when Jedi fallen order two comes out, are you going to be able to feel that here or because the developers making the game do they want to focus all that time and power and energy into doing it for the PlayStation when it's not going to work for the Xbox? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I oh, heard that okay. for a call of duty that they are going to like take advantage of what the controller could do for PlayStation. But for some companies, it's not going to be worth it. Yeah. So yeah. that's why it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's always cool to see, but when you play certain games, it's kind of like, you know, it's not going to work. Like the touchpad is something that people always talked about in the PS4 where, a lot of games, it was just the button for the map because yeah. nobody else ever took advantage of it because why would they? It doesn't exist on any other control. So that's the only issue. And uh, one thing I want to get into is Bugsnacks. Oh my God, Bugsnacks is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it's it's essentially Pokemon, like Pokemon Snap, kind of. Okay. Um, they're a bunch of bug-related foods or food-related bugs. And they make the same noises, like they say their name, like Pokemon do. Oh, so uh, like burger. Except it's they're not a burger. The burger is called a bunger, and he walks around. He's like bunger, 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 and then he you you lure him with ketchup. And then when you shoot ketchup, because you, you there's there's condiments that grow on these little plants. Okay. <laughs> so you shoot ketchup at the ground, and he's just like bunger, bunger, and he's just like bunger. Bunger, 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 bunger. He's just like going after it. <laughs> these things are so funny. I want to see if I could catch one just so you could hear the when the audio go through the controller because that's what makes it the best. So okay, I'm gonna see if I can catch one real quick. If you want to just fill in. Um. So yeah, it's kind of disappointing, um, especially if a lot of games can't take advantage of those haptic triggers. And um, are the are the buttons like the RB and LB buttons haptic also, or is it just the trigger? I believe it's just the triggers. I haven't seen anything with the LB RB. Okay, um, it would have been cool if they, those were haptic triggers too. Um, but I could definitely see them. Uh, be, like I I I want to see them used for like I guess shooting games are going to be very cool. The like I said, archery, um, uh, racing video games. Uh, honestly. I feel like it, those haptic triggers would do great with um, Star Wars Squadron, with the spaceships, like yeah. uh, controlling like flight. Um, that's going to be awesome, and just for the future of controllers, like how can you uh, put uh, those like adaptive uh, haptics into other buttons, like the like the. Uh, what are those things? The the 
the movement sticks called? The um, analog sticks. Yes, there you go. Uh, like, how how would that help with the analog sticks? Like, giving them a little bit of um, resistance. That was just about to say you could do resistance <clears throat> where it's like preventing you from going a certain way and stuff like that. I, I mean, it could. There's a lot you could do. It's just you have to. I don't know. You have to have the mindset to think of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I think a little bit of resistance on the um, the analog sticks would help a lot, especially with movement. I feel like when they're too loose, like it's yeah. And and if the game is not calibrated correctly, it, you kind of like it's hard because in in the sense of I'm playing, uh, I played a little bit of um, Need for Speed Payback, and um, the 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 analog sticks when I'm like driving, like if I like doing it a little bit doesn't really do the thing. And when I do it like all the way to left and right, like the car like swerves hard. So it's like trying to get in that middle part is kind of difficult because there's like no resistance. Yeah. And I feel like if there was a little bit of resistance, then yeah. And that would make it for a more realistic type of gameplay. Yeah. One thing I want to just get into real quick. Um, You see the two lights coming out on the sides of my controller. Yeah. They're kind of like a orangey type of yellow. Uh-huh. Um, that's it's supposed to represent that I I currently have a slingshot in the game that shoots chocolate, so that's the color. Now watch <laughs> what happens when I switch to ketchup. Oh, it switched. It red. switches red. Like the the controller recognizes what I'm doing and everything. Oh, that's fantastic. So I'm going. Uh, I'm going to attempt to catch a shishka bug. Shishka bug. Nice. Okay. Um. In order to do this, here's a little tip, because this game is all about trying to figure out how to catch these uh, bug snacks. The shishka bug is is very scary, uh, very scared of everything. So you have to like set a trap and try to lure it out. So what, it's hiding in a bush right now. I'm going to shoot ketchup at the bush to lure a bunger to get over there, because uh, bunger is like eating ketchup. Uh, the bunger is going to scare the shishka bug, leading it into my trap where I'm going to catch it. Okay. So the game makes you think <clears throat> like that. Like You have to figure out, okay, how am I going to catch this specific type of bug snack? What's the story of this game like? You landed, you're a journalist that landed on this island. Um, you're, there's like this kind of like weird wildlife person who, who invited you to come here because you've had um, experience looking after, looking for weird um, like folklore type of creatures like a, like a Sasquatch, but it has mm-hmm. a different name because they're all called gr- grumbers. Like the species of people are, Grumbers, grump or Whomper, something. I don't know, it's something weird. So it was like a Wop Squash or some crap like that. So anyway, you're okay. called to go to Bug Snacks Island or whatever it's called to figure out the uh, the secret behind it and write an article on it so people know about this island. You get there, the person that invited you is missing. You're trying to figure out how to get them, and at the same time, the whole thing is you're trying to see if you can catch them all. Basically, <laughs> you know, you're trying to okay. catch all the Bug Snacks. So let's see if I can attempt to catch this uh, shishka bug. Okay, There's so that ketchup. ketchup. <clears throat> I'm switching to my trap. And I missed. Let me try it one more time. <laughs> um, okay, so so what Dan's doing right now, he's, he's still throwing now, the let ketchup. Let me know if you can hear the shish kebab. Okay. Bring it closer to the mic, Shishka I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah that definitely does sound like a pokemon though <laughs> so um yeah they have different the different ones make the noise and then they're making the side the noise um on screen when you catch one, the audio comes through the controller that's what you just heard the shishka bug okay um 
So there's different things like that. They're hilarious. Like some of them are just funny. Like Shishkabug is just walking around, just being, you know, Shishkabug, Shishkabug. And then it gets so scary when he comes by. I was like, Shishkabug, Shishkabug, Shishka. And then just like runs off. <laughs> Shishka. Um, yeah, man. It looks like it's going to, like, it's a, a great system. Uh, obviously, we'll know more once we get. I, I, oh, those haptic triggers are going to be amazing for Miles Morales. Uh, I've, I've been playing webs. Miles, and you feel everything, man. Nice. Um, one thing I want to point out with Miles specifically is uh in that game, man, it um it's funny because I it's one of those things where I think I talked about on here where uh representation. Mm-hmm. And in, in that game, they really go all out with the whole representing uh Miles' culture. And yeah. it's one of those things where it's like I know I don't really think about it. I, I he's Dominican, I, I, right? Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican, okay. Yeah, and it's like I don't care too much. I thought he was Dominican too, to be honest with you. Um, and the thing is like when you play the game and it's like, wow, it's just like, it's not a game about a random white dude, you know, it's, <laughs> it, it, you know, it's like, you really, you feel it. Uh, and it's just like his mom is uh Puerto Rican, like a hundred percent. And when she's speaking to him, it's just like, it's not like the weird generic, like, oh, this is Spanish. It's like, no, this is a Puerto Rican person speaking Spanish. <laughs> nice. And yeah. it's it's so cool. And then it's like when she's saying stuff to him and he's just like, you know, he's like, no, I understand, mommy, this, that, whatever. And then it's just like, oh, dude, it's it's amazing. And uh, they showed it in one of the Let's Plays, I think, where he's walking through like this little area and there's like. Yeah, the festival. The yeah, festival. so I got, I got to that part in the game and it's a longer than what they showed in the in the state of play. And you could stop and you talk to different people, and then you, it's it feels like it's a lived-in world. It's great. Did they have um, arepas? Uh, I don't know if they had arepas, but they have. Uh, I want to say they had empanadillas and a couple other things. Okay. And then you stop a different, yeah. And then you stop at different food trucks. And I'm like, oh, are you the food truck that used to be here? And the guy's like, yeah, you trying to get some food? And it's just like, no, nah, it's like we're gonna do that and whatever. And it's it's so cool, man. It's like you meet with all these different people. Um, and at one point you're walking by, there's people just dancing to salsa music. And it's all this nice. other stuff going on. It's just like the it's really there. The culture they did. I mean, I can't praise them enough for that. That's awesome. Um, there's that, and then it's it it really shows you what um like the different diversity that's around there too. Uh, and, and at one point you you see one person like doing artwork, like tagging a, a, a wall, and then he's just like, "Hey, that's really cool um work." And then the person she's just like she does one of these where she says thank you with sign language. And you're like, okay, mm-hmm. she's. She's deaf or a mute rather, or maybe deaf mute. And um, he uh, and it's it's talked about a little bit earlier where he's he uh, Miles knows how to speak ASL American Sign Language, and he's speaking to her back. And they kind of just they do a little thing. He's like, "Oh yeah, cool, you're welcome, blah blah." And he just keeps right on going. Most games they would have focused on that, like, "Look, she's mute, she's mute, she's mute, she's mute," until the point it's like it's just burned in your brain. It's like, okay, we get it. This game is just like, hey man, there's mute people out there. Yeah, we you it's. It's just another person in the world who just so happens to be mute. You know, it's like I always like seeing that. It's like not only is it representation of everybody, it's not like hitting you over the head. Like, look, we like all p- types of people. Look at us. We put a mute person in our game. See, we did this. We're yeah. cool. We like people. It's like, no, man, it's just there. That's just part of the life. Yeah, it's proper representation. Yeah, it's exactly. No. So um, it's really cool. Really cool. Um, Can't say enough That's good fantastic. things about that game. Shout out to uh, what is it? The Sony game, right? It's Sony. It's uh, made by... Whew. I'm really blanking on this, and I'm upset at myself. Right, whatever. Shout out to them for making uh, such a inclusive and proper cultural um, inclusion in the game. Good job. 
Um, Insomniac. Miles Morales. Ah, right. Insomniac. Uh, I'm, I'm so upset at myself for not knowing that. They also do Ratchet and Clank. Yes. Um, any other things you want to say about the PlayStation 5? <sighs> the trophies. Oh, right. Okay. So they implemented this new system for trophies where uh, before you'd, you'd be at a certain level. Like, let's say you're at like a level 17 and then you would have to wait for a certain bar to progress before you hit 18. Mm-hmm. Um, they did away with that. Um, they did that. There was an update a little while ago where they changed, but you could actually see it on this console where you have um, you have like a new type of gamer score and then there's a trophy associated with that level. Instead of just being a level 17, you'd be like a level... It now goes up to 999 where a 17 would translate to maybe like a 250 and that would mean you're a certain type of bronze and then there's different tiers within that. So there's like level one bronze, level two, level three, and then you move over to silver. And then you keep going up until if you hit 999, you're platinum. That's the only platinum. Oh, wow. So I was looking into this and I was just like, okay, I know they changed it. I want to see, I want to see where I'm at. And I'm a level three bronze. And that upset me. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because I always make fun of Rudy with the platinums. And it was like, oh, he always want to have more platinums. I mean, he's got more platinums than me. I was just like, why am I a level three bronze? Like. I, I looked at my trophies. I looked at my platinums. I was like, I should at least be a tier one silver. At least. I'm like, I'm right on the cusp. And then I was like, let me see other people. And I was looking around. And I was just like, everybody is a bronze or lower than me. I was like, okay. Then I saw Rudy's. And Rudy's a level one silver. Oh. And it's one of those things where it's just like. Oh, is someone going to start caring about trophies now? <laughs> it's one of those things where like, I am upset. And I was looking at it. I was like, it's just because he, in the past like month, he played a bunch of easy platinum games just to make sure he had more platinums than me. And I was like, you know what? I'm fine with that. He needed to win. Okay. Um, But now I see that put him in the silver category. And I was like, and I'm in the, I'm in the, me, you know, in the bronze. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and, how the mighty have fallen! And then, uh, and then I was like, I, I added Rusty as well. Um, since uh, I had, it, I finally added his gamer tag to my PlayStation. Uh, we exchanged gamer tags when I gave him the, the PS5, and um, he's ahead of me. And he's he's only got a couple platinums. I have way more platinums than him. This man has a million bronze trophies. I feel like he's played every game and only played a little bit of it enough to get the bronze trophies. And he's in the silver. Oh wow! And I was just like, how how I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you look at my my percentage of trophy to games played ratio or games finished to games bought ratio, I've outdone everyone. And I know because I've checked the schematics and <laughs> I should not be in the bronze category, Islam. I shouldn't be. And this is an injustice. Hey, you know what, Dan? <laughs> Get your game up. <laughs> um, You're like start a level playing one more bronze. games. All right. You're like a huh? level one bronze. I don't need to take this from you. I'm not even on the. <laughs> I haven't. I'm not even. I'm still in like stone. I'm like a. I'm like a level one stone, like a with a hole in it. Um, it's just a picture of you with a broken controller. Like that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've only got one platinum. Hey, a lot of people don't ever get a platinum. Oh, okay. So it's like that's that's actually pretty cool. Like, think about it. You did everything in Ghost. A lot of people would play the story of like, okay, I like this, I enjoyed it, and they walk away. Mm-hmm. You you did you went above and beyond. You got that platinum. 
Yeah. You you and, and you you respect yourself, you love yourself for that. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate that. No, not me, you. I don't I don't respect or love you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um with that <laughs> final thoughts or was that your final That's thoughts? That's my final thought. I do not respect nor do I love you. Okay, cool. My final thoughts. Um I'm looking forward to 2022 uh, being past Corona, hopefully, hopefully being in the rear view mirror, um, get my PlayStation five new games. Um, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully I'll be further along in my career in life. Cause that's, you know, we'll see. Um, I hope I'm playing every- that new Mass Effect game at that point. <laughs> I doubt it, but I, I would. I yeah. hope you know. Hopefully, I'll be done with all the Mass Effects by then. Well, I mean, that's if the remasters come out anytime soon. Honestly, Aslam, I feel like you're gonna be on your deathbed, and I feel like we've talked about each other's deathbeds a few times over the years. But this is a new deathbed story where you're gonna be on your deathbed, holding controller, and you're about to go on the last mission of Mass Effect Three, and you're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm gonna be so upset. It was like he didn't even get to Andromeda. <laughs> But that's it's a- all right. I'll play it in heaven if I get there. If not, I, guess I don't know I'll if they get Game hell. Pass. Well, you know, Game Pass is everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> Game Pass is everywhere. That's true. That's true. It's in the afterlife. Um, don't worry. They they're gonna be in heaven, hell, purgatory, yeah. everywhere. Except Game Pass in hell, it's it's a, just a constant loading screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's only one game. Oh man, what game just, would that be? My God. I, we should think about that. Like, what game would? What's the uh, one game they'd force you to play in hell? <sighs> My God, it's it's, it's you got to play the Last Airbender. We don't know if it's bad. No, it's just gonna. Be My that name one is Mayo. Scene. Who? My name is Mayo. Your name is Mayo. That's that's got to be the game. Ask Rudy about that. That's one of his easy platinums. The whole game is there's a jar of mayo. And you have to oh, press yeah, X a couple thousand it. times and you tap the jar of mayo until you get a platinum trophy. These are the trophies that he got and he's a silver? I say you, PlayStation. What is this? What is this? All right, we're done with this. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to Los Wise Guys podcast. If you like what you hear, please uh, go and follow us on social media. Like, subscribe, share, rate, and review. Spread, this, spread the word of the podcast um, to your friends and family. Tell them to listen. We're awesome. Um, Grab their stay phones safe. and just start downloading. Yeah. Stay, stay safe out there. Wear your mask. Uh, follow protocols. Uh, you know, hopefully a vaccine will be out soon and we'll be done with this uh, quarantine nonsense. Thank you and have a great week.